0: So I know I set this challenge, right, for myself, 40 days every day of a podcast, and it's not been happening like that at all. Um, So what I wanted to talk about today is goal setting and healthy goal setting. Because what I've realized is that, first of all, in our culture, in, in America in particular, perhaps, but in Western civilization... There's really this um, emphasis on accomplishing and striving and achieving, achieving your goals and, um, you know, toughing it out and making it happen and this kind of thing. And and that gets translated into goal setting where there's this sort of belief that we really, once we set a goal, we got to commit to it. and We got to do it, come hell or high water. And, and I've had that. Belief in my head for for a while until it became it began to come clear to me that that might not be so healthy. How that arose for me was with my running i ran I went through a a, a period of time where the conditions were such that I was able to train every morning for a um, for a marathon, which I, which I accomplished, which I ran. And it was a great, great, great experience. And I was trained for it. And I blasted through the marathon. I was two minutes away from qualifying for Boston. I was just really thrilled. It was a great experience. I'm so glad I did it. Then I went on and trained. And a couple months later, I ran a 50 mile race. And my experience of that race is in the in the show, in the earlier episodes. I don't remember what number it is, but if you scroll down, you'll find it. And so that was just a miraculous experience for me. Running 50 miles took me like 11 hours or something. Really powerful experience. So then I wanted to keep going with that, right? But at the time, as conditions changed, first it was COVID, so no races were happening and And I thought I really wanted to get back into it run another 50. So I think I even signed up for one. And um, things had changed in my life. So I had a daughter and I had um, a physically demanding job. And all kinds of other responsibilities. So as I began to train for this next ultra, I realized that I really wasn't able to give it everything that I could or everything that was required to actually successfully run the race. So what happened was I ended up not running the race. I I just, you know, I just didn't show up. And there's a part of me that was beating myself up about it. Oh, oh my gosh, what are you doing? You're just failing you're not following through with your commitment to yourself in the universe. So what a terrible thing. But the reality is, is when I introspect, it's obvious to me that by signing up for that race, by, by actually going through what was necessary to train for that race, I would be um, disregarding a lot of really important responsibilities. So for example... I can't run the distances with my dog that I need to, to train. I can't, he can't do that every day. So I would be not giving him the exercise he needs, which is really important to keep like a healthy dog, right? I wouldn't be able to have the time that I wanted with my daughter. I would be, my body would be overtaxed and overstressed from having to train so much and then go to a job that's also physically demanding. So I realized that it, it was just not lining up in a way that was coherent and harmonious with, my, with the other responsibilities in my life. So I had to think, you know, what's more important? Is it like just running this race? And for whatever reason, you know, whatever I get out of that, is that worth more than these other things in my life, like showing up for my daughter, being uninjured and able to work and earn a living for myself and my family. And then also I had a girlfriend at the time. And so that required time and, and attention and being and, and and time to be present with her. So all the and, and to me that was very valuable. So all these things sort of lined up and it wasn't um, you know it just wasn't congruent with like a balanced rest of my life. Sure. It was great to have this like idea, like I'm going to run another 50 marathon and eventually train for a hundred. And, and, then once, and it seems very like noble and, um, ambitious, but it wasn't aligned with what, what my life was doing where my life was in that time. So with this 40-day, I, I was like, I kicked it off. I announced it to all of you. going to do my 40 days every day <laughs> podcast. And you know what? Even if I just do a five-minute or a 10-minute podcast, it still takes a long time. There's, There's recording it. There's the first, you know, like 10... <laughs> failed attempts because I just kind of like fumble through and my my mouth isn't really working and I haven't really figured out what I'm going to talk about. So there's sort of a prep period and then there's, you know, actually publishing the thing and writing a little description and, you know, naming the episode and publishing it and all that. So it often takes upwards of at least an hour just for a short one. If I go for a longer one, it obviously takes longer. So I'm like realizing, wow, by, by really carving the time out to do this podcast as great as it is you know my daughter's missing time with me I'm unable to take care of certain responsibilities around the house and at the time when I was in a relationship with this woman I was unable to spend time with her so it's the same kind of thing and then exercise and 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 more meditation in my life there's all these things that are like sort of combating for attention in my life and we really need to pick the things that are the most important, right? It's like the cream rising to the top of the of the jar. We, it's like we only have time for the things that are bringing the most amount of nourishment and the most amount of benefit into our life. So oftentimes, I think it's good to fail on a goal. I really do. I think it's good because it teaches us what is actually the biggest priority and where to really put our attention and to put our goal-setting energy where to do that is discovered by finding out perhaps what other things aren't as important as we had thought. Being an ultra marathon runner, to me, is just not as important as being a balanced father, as providing a solid income for my family, as even having a clean house that's really important to me and so um that was a great phase of my life i'm so glad i i did it i'm so glad i had that bucket list item and i checked it off it's so rad and it's just clear that that's not that's not what's um a priority for me now what's a priority for me now yes this podcast is a priority but every day it's just not something that fits in, into my schedule. So um, I, I just thought to share that because it was up and and of course, it, you know, guilt is, is something I know we all work with. I, I have, I have quite a bit of it. It's in terms of, um, you know, it's like self negation and, and, and sort of beating myself up being hard on myself for not being like this perfect per- this perfect person. And that reminds me, again, of Breathe and Don't Resist. You know, it's the um, this last episode with Kelly Sammy. Wow, what a show. I'm so glad we did that. I'm so glad. What a relief. You know, am I going to, when I die and enter this vast astral realm where there's only love that Kelly so poignantly describes, um, and, and you think it's really going to be a big deal if, you know I look back and think oh shoot I didn't podcast every day. Ugh. Punish go to hell for a few lifetimes for that one man. You you made a commitment you didn't follow through so ugh you're going to have to you're going to have to really pay that one off with some sort of suffering. No, I don't think it's like that. We're doing our best. And I think that the love the love that that exists for us from this beautiful consciousness, call it God or the universe or whatever it's just so much more vast than our egoic ambitions and how we judge ourselves according to conditions that we've learned in school or from certain um, people or teachers who who espouse the importance of following through a commitment. I mean, yes, that's important, of course. And I think it's also equally important to choose and to be aware of which commitments are really the ones that require our follow-through and our attention. I remember Wayne Dyer once said this wonderful, wonderful statement that it just brings so much relief to me even to this day. He he was talking about this um you know this trend or this idea of always doing your best, you know, like do your best, do your it's like this cultural meme, you know, and he, and he kind of pointed out like really do, do we really always have to be doing our best? Can we just let ourselves off the hook a little bit? I mean, what if you just don't do your best at something and and you just do it. Is it really so horrible that you didn't like give your 110% on on this endeavor? Like, is it really so terrible that you just do it or don't do it? I mean, you know, it's like this stress of thinking you need to do your best all the time. Like, what if you just let yourself off the hook okay? And don't do your best and just be okay with not best. Just, it's okay. (laughs) It's like, who are we expecting ourselves to be? Like, always perfect in all these ways. It's unhealthy. It's just unhealthy. We're all doing great. We're all doing good enough. And I think that there's a lot of energy that will be released and a lot of expansiveness which uh is revealed when we let ourselves off the hook and then we'll find out oh, there's so much more relaxation and and uh just ease and and just and just doing things as they come with the love and devotion we can put into it, it doesn't have to be 110% best It doesn't have to be following through a commitment that is taking away from other responsibilities in our life that are more important and healthier and more nourishing and benefiting more people so i think that's the message for today gosh it was hard getting i like was having such a hard time sitting down After Kelly Sammy's interview, I just thought that was such a great, such a great interview. Wow. I actually listened to it three or four times just to bring back that feeling of calm in me and that feeling of surrender and that faith that there's just unconditional love waiting for us once we leave these mortal bodies, but also all the time. There are loving angels. There are loving beings Willing to assist us and surrounding us with love and support. Guiding us as we breathe, as we don't resist the amazing unfolding of this life experience. Such a helpful message. And I listened to it again and again. And then I thought, wow, how can I even top that show? I almost didn't want to like spoil the energy of that show by jumping in with some incoherent rant, you know, just because I thought I, I have to do this because of the commitment to do 40 day challenge. So I'm going to show up, even if I'm have nothing to say and nothing good's going to come out of it. But I'm glad I showed up today. I'm glad I showed up for this, this topic. And I'm glad you're showing up for Miracle Soup. I hope that you have enjoyed this episode and I am so excited whoever else the next I've got a few ideas lined up uh, for the for the future roster here of interviews I think they're going to be really exciting appreciate you all listening Omna Mashiva